Hallelujah. Everybody say something good. Come on now, you got to play the game with me just for a few moments. Everybody say something good, say something good. is going to happen to me. Everybody say, Lord, Lord bless, me. bless me. And Lord, Lord bless, Harry. bless Harry. Come on, say it again. Lord bless Harry. Amen. Praise God. It, it, I is what I is. And so what I is is what you get. And so anyway, I, it's a joy and an honor to be with you this morning. Uh, I just thank God for this church. Uh, it's been a tremendous blessing to my life personally, but also ministry wise. Uh, I remember as a young kid, I think I had to get permission to go because I think I was only five years old going to Rama Bible Training Center many years ago. And I was at a Christmas banquet and I was with another girl. I don't remember who it was at that time. Um, I may probably can think about it, but I was with another girl. It was just a friend, just a friend at the Christmas party. And they had a minister stand up and he preached and he was really, really good. And I, you know, I didn't remember his name, but I remember him standing up and he had a couple kids from his church from here there. And then a few months later, I started dating one of those girls. That was James Miller. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so I didn't even know it, but how you know, God was setting me up. Amen. Hallelujah. And so this church has been a tremendous blessing. And then shortly after that, that was in uh, December of 2008. And then we started dating shortly after that. And then we got, is that you're right? Oh, 2008. <laughs> yeah, I didn't figure that out. <laughs> How did that work? No, it was 1980. There you go. It was 80. We, we, and, we, and then in 81, we started dating. It was right after that. And then we got married here 40 years ago in September, right here. Praise God. Amen. So we're celebrating our 40th year of marriage in September and our 40th year in ministry. I mean, oh, God has been good. Amen. And we've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> I mean, we've been around the world, and right now we're living in the nation of Guatemala, and this church has helped us. And, you know, some churches support us uh, monthly, and that's how they help us. I mean, no, this church does that. And in some churches, have me come in and minister. That's how they support us. This church does that. And then some churches help us with projects. I mean, oh, this church does that. So this church does all three. Amen. Praise God. That's a full meal deal. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so I just want to say thank you. Thank you, pastors, for allowing me to come in and minister the word. And he gave me permission to go as long as I wanted to. And so at two o'clock, we will take a short break. I'm just joking. <laughs> Uh, okay, stop it. Stop it, Harry. Stop it. Anyway, I won't go very long, but I do just want to say thank you very much for, for helping us do what God's called us to do in the nation of Guatemala. It's been a little bit different, you know, with the COVID restrictions and everything else. And so the last two years, this last year and this year, we've had to do our Bible school online. Uh, but this year we're able to do like every other month. We do an in-person meeting with our graduates. We do an outdoor pavilion. It was where we had graduation last year. We were able to do that. And so we bring our students in some of the graduates and we bring them in and uh, have an in-person meeting uh, once a, once every two months. And so we just had one, uh, I guess it was last month. Was it last month? It was this month, June, July. Yeah, July. And we just had one just a few weeks ago. And we have, you'll see in the video, uh, we have a young lady uh, that has been part of our school. She came to our Bible school and her husband came and her two daughters came. And she is now, and we do a lot of outreaches in one particular town called Paramos. And she is now the mayor 
of the town. And, you know, God is a good God. Amen. And somebody, I don't remember, my wife may remember, so we were somewhere and God gave her a word that said, you're going to have influence into the government. And we were thought, how can that happen? But right now we have a mayor that meets with the president of Guatemala. Amen. And she's a Holy Ghost on fire young lady. I mean, she is, she's part of our family. Matter of fact, we just had a meeting a few weeks ago with our, with our students and she spoke about the importance of following after God and doing the will and plan of God and Bible school is important to train you for what God has for you. Amen. And so again, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping us. And I'll quit talking because I'll keep on talking and we'll have time to preach. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they got a video and it's only two hours long, uh, but the video just shows you a little bit of what we're doing in the nation of Guatemala. And I'll say this way, what you're helping us do, what you're doing in that nation. I mean, no, it's not just us. I mean, no, God calls a team. God calls a family. And so you're helping us do that. And it, not just to our credit, but to your credit. Amen. And so this is the video and they're going to play it right now. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> that just gives you a little bit of idea of what we're doing there in the nation of Guatemala and what you're helping us do there in that nation. And again, uh, that was just a, kind of a, a snapshot of what we're doing there. And you saw on the video of me preaching in a little bit bigger sanctuary. That's a church in Guatemala City. And uh, it was back in, I believe it was March or April. Uh, we still locked down. Churches couldn't have in-person services and stuff this year. And so, but we came together. They have a conference and they broadcast a conference. And I was one of the speakers over to, I think it was 45 different locations in diff- 15 different countries. And we had over 20,000 people that we know of that were watching the conference. I mean, oh, God's going to get his word out. Amen. Uh, the people may try to shut us down and stop the gospel and stop the prayer of the gospel. But I mean, oh, this gospel will be preached. Amen. And so that's just a little sample of what we're doing there in the nation of Guatemala. And we do have some coffee uh, out in the foyer. It's only a thousand dollars a bag. Amen. <laughs> There's a Bible verse that says the Lord helps those who help themselves. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Quit it. Stop it, Harry. Stop. 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 But anyway, this is for your pastor. You don't drink coffee, do you? I do. Do you? You don't drink coffee? I'll pray. I'll cast that thing out of you. <laughs> Stop it, Harry. Stop it. There you go. There you go. Now, 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 there's only, there's only $18. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, but it is whole, whole bean. You got to grind it. You go to Wally World and get, and get a grinder. Uh, who has a birthday today? Anybody? You have a birthday? You have a, come on down. Come on down. Come on down. You're the next contestant. Amen. Amen. Give him a hand. Today is your birthday. What's your name? Moses. Moses, nice being here, Moses. Everybody say happy birthday, Moses. You look pretty good for 25. Amen. Amen. Just, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. So do you drink coffee? Yes, sir. Oh, there you go. Now grind it, grind it really fine now. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Oh, and you can pay for that on the way out. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Stop it, Harry. Stop it. Stop it, Harry. Amen. Praise God. Again, it's so good to be here uh, this morning. And I just thank the Lord for what he's doing in this local church. And I thank God for what he's doing in your life. You know, sometimes we talk about as ministers and pastors and preachers and things like that. But how I many know oh, God is using all of us around the world? Amen. Now, don't count yourself out. God's got a will and a plan and a purpose for your life. You may think, well, I'm a housewife and I'm just raising my kids. Let me tell you why. That's powerful. Oh, that's good preaching. Amen. 
That's powerful. There's a there's a destiny upon your life to touch eternity. Amen. And you're raising champions for God. You may be working in a job and you don't think it's important, but how many know you're changing lives and God is using you right where you're at. Amen. Go ahead and stand up to your feet right now. And I just got a, just a few things I want to share with you uh, this morning. Um, they kind of the video kind of teased up what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about our authority as a believer. Uh, God has created every single one of us with authority. We have power over the works of darkness. We don't have to lay down and play dead and let the devil run over our life. I know we can stand up and take our God given authority and stop the attack. I'm already preaching already. Stop the attacks of the devil. Amen. So let's lift our hands. Father, we thank you for your goodness and for your grace. We thank you, Father God, for this house. We thank you for the worship. We thank you for every person that is involved in this church. We thank you, Father God, for your protection over the staff and over the leadership and over the congregation here. And Father, we approach your word with reverence and awe. And we thank you, Father God, you're going to speak to us. You're going to fill us into overflowing by your word and by your spirit. Give us fresh fire. Give us fresh revelation by your word and by your spirit. We declare right now, Father, we hear your voice. Speak to us, Lord, individually and corporately by your word. And we just give you the glory. We give you the honor in Jesus name. Everybody said amen. Amen. You can be seated. Now, I want to go with me to first so, excuse me, 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to look at verse 8. Now, this is your wife, right? That's where I got confused. That's where I got confused. <laughs> Preacher confused, hallelujah. Now, I put it all together now. I just thought that was your wife. I thought she helped you with worship. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's okay. So forgive the preacher. Forgive the preacher. Look at 1 Peter chapter 5. Verse 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant. Everybody say, be sober, be Be vigilant. vigilant. Everybody say, he's talking to me. Turn to the person next to you and say, he's talking to you. Be sober, be vigilant. Then it goes on to say, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing the same affliction are accomplishing in your brothers that are in the world. Now, this verse gives us a warning and this verse gives us some information. But this verse also calls us to action. The warning that gives us not to be not to be lulled to sleep and not to be just kind of lethargic and just slip off. But he's telling us to be on our guard because why? Because you and I have an adversary. And he tells us very clearly what that adversary, who that adversary is. I mean, the adversary is the devil. And there is a devil that's trying to out to steal, kill and destroy in your life. But then he tells us to do something about the adversary. You and I in the body of Christ. I mean, he didn't tell us to whine about it, to cry about it, to lay on the ground, to give up and to quit. All the devils after me, bless his holy name. No, it didn't tell us any of that. It tells us to what? Resist the devil. God has given every believer in the body of Christ. If you are a child of God, how many know you've got eternity on the inside of you? And all that heaven has is you. It belongs to you. Amen? 
I'm not waiting to get what heaven has when I get to heaven. Now, I'm looking forward to that day, but I don't have to wait till I get to heaven to get what God has for me. I mean, I can have days of heaven here upon the earth. Amen. And one of the things that we have as Christians, as believers, he's telling us that we have authority over the devil. And too many times we as believers are not doing what God tells us to do. And I know this couple years we've had some challenges. We've had some difficulties and the world has been groaning and, and suffering. And I'm not making light of that. I mean, we've seen this virus just cripple things. But I believe sometimes the attacks of the enemy, they go unrestrained. They go unstopped in our life. And God is telling us in the body of Christ, he says, you have an adversary. Now, it's interesting to note, he says, you have an adversary. He didn't call it God's adversary. He calls it your adversary. Why? Because the devil's looking to steal, kill, and destroy in your life. But we don't have to play down and play dead and let the devil run over our life. And no, we've been given authority over the devil. And some people say, well, God needs to do something about the devil. He's done something about the devil. He sent his son to die on the cross and that death defeated the devil. Amen. Jesus, my big brother, whooped the devil. Amen. Now, I grew up in L.A., lower Arkansas. I grew up in Arkansas, and we used to say, you know, how many of you ever got whooped? You got a whooping from your mama. Anybody got a whooping? I didn't get a spanking. I got a whooping. And my granny would make me go out and pick my own twig. So you experiment with it. I mean, because if you get a, a, a real you know, strong one, she, it, she'd beat you with it. And if you got a little bitty skinny one, it'd wrap around your leg and like, oh, man, ow, ow. <laughs> I mean, oh, my big brother didn't just defeat the devil. He whooped the devil. Amen. His victory on the cross became my victory. Amen. So then when Jesus defeated the devil, he triumphed victorious over hell, death, and the grave. He conquered principalities and power. Then he turned to you and me and said, the victory is not my victory. The victory is your victory. Amen. And so now we in the body of Christ, what we're doing is enforcing the victory that our big brother has won. Amen. Too many times we in the body of Christ are crying and we're upset, but we're not taking our God-given authority and resisting the devil. Let me tell you what this word resist means. It means to take a stand against, to oppose, to fight against, to refuse to accept, to be hostile. Now listen to that. To be hostile, to oppose, to go against, to openly resist, to refuse to obey, to set one's face again, to kick against, and be unwilling to accept. In other words, we as believers are not supposed to go along with the, uh, uh, the attacks of the devil. Amen. We need to stand our ground and resist the devil. Now look at me, the James chapter four, James chapter four, and we're going to look at verse seven. James chapter four, verse seven, it says, submit yourself, therefore, to God. Everybody says submit to God. Submission is not a bad word. It's a good thing. Amen. When I submit to God, I come under his authority. And when I submit to God, I get his authority. Amen. Thank you for your excitement. Now, then it tells us to submit to God and what's going to happen. Resist the devil and what's going to happen. We 
do the resisting and the devil does the fleeing. But listen to me, if we don't take our responsibility, if we don't resist the devil, the devil doesn't have to flee. God's given us authority. Now, there was, we got a prime example in the book of Genesis where there were two couples that were given authority over the garden. And they were told to guard and protect and take dominion over the garden. And the enemy came in, that was Adam and Eve, the enemy came in and tempted them to partake of the fruit that God, the tree that God told them not to do. So they didn't resist the devil. They listened to the devil. And too many times we in the body of Christ are not resisting the devil. We're listening to the devil. And in doing that, we're resisting what God wants us to have. Sometimes we're waiting on God. But how many know we've got to take our authority over the attacks of the devil? The Bible says when you take your authority, when you resist the devil, he is going to leave your life. Amen. amen. Everybody say amen. amen. Now say this way. Say, I have authority. I have authority. Come on, say it like you mean. Say, I have, I have authority. authority. Now you've got to use that authority. Just because you've been given something doesn't mean it's going to do you any benefit. Until you use it, I mean, you don't have any benefit in it. I mean, you've got to take your God-given authority and overcome the works of the devil. Amen? Now, look at me. Look with me to uh, Psalms 8. Psalms chapter 8. In verse 3, let's pick up there. When I consider your heavens, the works of your fingers, the moon, the stars, which you have ordained... Look at verse four, which is what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visit him. Now look at verse five. You have made him a little lower than the angels. And that word angels mean Elohim. It means actually many translations just translate it God. Man was created a little lower than God. And you have crowned him with what? Glory and honor. Now think that he's talking about you and me. God's crowned us with glory and honor. Now look at verse six. And you have made him and given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. How I many know God has given us authority? You and I in the body of Christ, we are not weak Christians. The devil should be scared of us. We shouldn't be backing up from the devil's attack. We need to take our God-given authority and say, no, devil, not here in Jesus' name. Amen? Thank you for your excitement. Now, Genesis chapter 1. Let's go over there. We quoted it earlier. In this passage we just read, it just talks about he's given us dominion over the sheep, the oxen, the beasts, the fowls of the air. Then in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 he says, God said, let us make man in our image. I mean, we were made in the image and likeness of God. God created man. I mean, we didn't evolve from some big bang theory thing. I'm no monkey's uncle. Hallelujah. Praise God. Or monkey's not my uncle. Whatever it is. Hallelujah. I mean, God created me. Amen. <laughs> and you look at some of us and you think, yeah, God really did create us. <laughs> He's got a sense of humor. <laughs> I include myself in that. Hallelujah. Praise God. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have what? Everybody said dominion. Over the fish of the sea, 
over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, and on the, on, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. God has given us authority, and he's given us power. And when we face attacks of the devil, we don't need to cry and whine and wait till the storm is over. How I many know we need to stand up in the face of adversity, in the face of the storm, and say, the storm will not come near my dwelling. I take my authority, and I say, no, devil, you can't steal, you can't destroy, not my house, not my family. Amen. Now, look at with me. To, let's, go to, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, in verse 27, it says, Neither give place to the devil. One translation says, Do not give the devil a foothold. Another translation says, Do not give the devil an opportunity. When we don't use our God-given authority, what are we doing? We're giving the devil an opportunity to come into our life. And we can blame God, but I mean, it's not God's fault. God said, I've done what I can do. I mean, you need to take your authority and stop the devil. Sometimes we in the body of Christ, sometimes we don't want to upset the devil. And so we're just wanting to kind of play it safe. You know, we live in a neighborhood that has a guard dog. And it's a big German shepherd. And her name is the dog is Camilla. And when she was a puppy, uh, I told my wife, this dog's going to be a big dog. And so I want this dog to like us. <laughs> if I walk outside in the neighborhood, I don't want this dog jumping on me when I'm getting in my car. Uh, so we're going to be nice to this puppy. And we're going to pet this puppy. because hey, good doggy, good doggy, good doggy. And we're going to give it doggy treats. Well, unknowingly, the dog grew up, and if we left our front door open, you know what the dog would do? Come right into our house and eat my dog's food. <laughs> and so we had to put the stop on the dog and say, no, Camilla, you can't come into my house. And we had to get a little bit. That's what people do in the body. Oh, I don't want to upset the devil. I don't want to make the devil mad at me. And so you just, 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 I don't want to beat the devil. I mean, you know, we need to stand up and take our God-given authority. We shouldn't be scared of the devil. This devil ought to be scared of us. Amen? Amen? We need to say, no, devil, you're not going to steal, kill, and destroy my life. You're not going to take my family. Sickness and disease is not going to take my family. I take my God-given right and authority and say, you will not come in here in Jesus' name. Amen? You know, you know who Joe Osteen is, right? You've seen him on television. And his dad, John Osteen, was one of my, uh, you know, I didn't know him, but I just knew him, you know, meet, saw him at meetings and listened to him a lot when I was younger. And um, it, John Osteen, good, good man. He's in heaven now. Good man. But Joe, John had a vision and he saw in the vision, he saw his neighborhood and in the vision, he could see his neighborhood, his street. And the demon, a devil, had some demons in trainings, little imps in training. And he was walking down the street, and he told this demon to go into this house and cause financial poverty. And so that little demon went inside that house and would cause all this kind of financial... I love, I do this story in our Bible school when I'm preaching and stuff. And the translators, I make them do that. Because I'm honoring. <laughs> I said, do it again. <laughs> but that demon went inside the house. It caused financial poverty and came back out. And the devil goes, good demon, good demon, good demon. And then they walked a little further and said, go into this one right here. And you caused marriage problem. And that little demon, ee-ee. Everybody said, ee-ee. Good, good job. And they went into that house and caused all kind of marriage problem and everything else. It came back out and the, and the devil says, good demon, good demon. And then they started walking on the street 
And then the devil turned around and said, shh, shh. And they walked real quiet by this one house. Real quiet, real quiet. And they were like, master, master. He goes, shh, 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 shh. And they get past that house. And the little demon says, what was that about, master? What was that? Why were you so quiet about that house? He said, oh, no, 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 no. There's somebody in that house that knows their God-given authority. And they're standing on the word of God. And many of my little demons have gone into that house and they come out defeated. They come out wanting to quit my ministry because that man, John Osteen, knows his God-given authority. Amen? You and I in the body of Christ, we have been given authority and we don't need to back up and let the devil win. I mean, the wind will blow, the storms of life will come, but you as a believer, you as a believer have authority over the devil. Amen. Don't let the devil scare you. I mean, the devil is scared of you. Amen. Oh, that's good preaching. I think I'll buy the CD. May even send myself an offering. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at Isaiah 54, 54, 54. I'm almost done. So just hang on. (laughs) Isaiah 54. It says here, verse 17. It says, no weapon. Everybody say no weapon. No weapon that is what? Formed against thee shall prosper. Now listen to me. Walking by faith and taking your authority doesn't mean you won't face problems. Jesus said to himself, in the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I've overcome the problems. I mean, no, he's got the victory and now we've been given the victory. Amen. So the weapon may be formed against me, but it's not going to prosper. Amen. I'm going to take my God given authority and say no in Jesus name. Now, look at this right here. It says, no weapon formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment. Now, listen to this. Thou shalt condemn. Amen. Now, many people have misread this scripture and they thought it was talking about that there's no weapon formed against us that's shown to prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us, every attack of the enemy is going to rise up against me. He's going to condemn. But that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about you and I taking authority over the storm. And God wants you to stand up and take your God-given authority and say, no devil, you cannot steal, kill, and destroy in my life. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Now, go with me to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18. Now, there's a university president that I know. And he... um, when he was younger, he's a great, great, great guy, great minister. And he was a great university president for a season. Now he travels and preaches and stuff. And he was a great guy. But he grew up in a home that wasn't a really good environment. His dad was in the military. And that's not what the environment was, but it was just a bad environment. But his dad was in the military and they transferred a lot. And so he was actually one year they transferred when he was a kid uh, like seven different times. And you know what that means? Seven different schools. And so he was always the new kid on the block, not the singing group, but, the, you know, the new kid in the school. <laughs> and so he was, you know, he'd get picked on because he was always the new kid. And he one particular school, he was getting picked on by this big bully that he was just beat him up and steal his lunch money. And his brother was a little bit older, but not that much bigger, but mean. Everybody say mean. Matter of fact, his brother, even this was years ago, and his because this minister's close to 70 years old, but years ago, his brother you know did some things and he's in jail even today. 
And so he went home to his brother and told his big brother that there's somebody at school picking on me and stealing my money. Will you come and beat him up? And the brother said, no, I'm not going to do that. This is what you're going to do. You're going to go to the school the next day and you're going to get on top of the steps at the school in the front of the school. And you're going to call everybody over here. And you're going to say, and you call that bully over here, and you're going to say this, right now, this is going to stop. This guy has been picking on me, but right now, in front of all you witnesses, right now, this is going to stop. And if it doesn't stop, I'm going to punch you right between the eyes. And this boy said, I can't do that. He'll beat me up. He said, if you don't do it, I'm going to beat you up. (laughs) He said, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it, I'll do it. And so he went to school and the next day and did the same thing. He did what the brother told him to do. He called everybody over and there's that guy right there. And he called him up there and he said, this, right, 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 right. I want everybody to know right now it's going to stop. He's been picking on me and right now everything is going to stop. You're not going to do that anymore. And he was just like this. And that bully looked at him and says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I won't do it anymore. Here, here's some money right now. Take my money. And he thought, man. Whoa, I did something. Hallelujah. Look at me. And he turned around. Listen to me. And his big brother was standing beside him. (laughs) How do you know when we take our authority, the authority we have, our big brother is behind us. Amen. He's backing you up. He's got your back. Amen. Now look at this verse. Look at this verse. I got to preach. I got to quit. I got to quit. Look at this, Matthew. Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18, 18. He says, now this is Jesus speaking. How I many you know Jesus knows what he's talking about? And he doesn't just put words in his book to make his book bigger. He's got a reason and a purpose of why he's saying something. He says here, verily I say unto you. Everybody say he's talking to me. He's, he's talking to you and me. He says, verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind in earth shall be bound in heaven. What does that mean? That means heaven is behind us. Heaven is representing, we're we're representing the authority of heaven. And when you bind something, I mean, heaven said it's bound in Jesus name. It's really not my authority. It's authority that I've been delegated with by my big brother. Amen. And he's there with me. He'll never leave me or forsake me. He's backing me up. That's good preaching. Amen. And whatever you shall loose on earth shall be what? We as believers have God given authority in our life and we will face problems. We will face difficulties and there'll be attacks that come against us. But how many know we don't need to play dead and give up and say, come quickly, Lord Jesus. We need to take our God given right, our God given authority and say, no devil, you cannot steal, kill and destroy in our life. Now, my wife's going to come up right now and she's going to help me with an illustration. And I don't want to mess anybody's equipment up because Donnie will have to buy some more. Ha! Pastor Donnie, hallelujah, praise God. Now, this is my wife. Everybody say hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Now, she's a woman of authority, amen? She's got authority. She's got her Bible up here. Hallelujah, praise God. Now, I'm going to take, let's see here. Who wants to volunteer? Who wants to volunteer? Pablo, come here. Come here, Pablo. <laughs> come here, Pablo. Come on down. Right there, right there, right there, right there. Now, Pablo, just for illustration, just for illustration, you are sickness and disease. You are COVID virus. Everybody say boo. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. What's your name right there? White shirt. Can you help me? Come on up here. What's your name, Bill? Come on, Bill. Come on down, Bill. Now, you're going to stand right here. And everybody say, 
Poverty. Poverty. Sorry. I'll redeem you in a minute. Everybody say boo. boo. Now, let's see here. Who else can I use? Can I use your daughter? Would you come up here? Come here. What's your, what's your name? That's her daughter. What's that? Oh, Karen said, don't use her daughter. <laughs> she doesn't want to whip up the daughter. Come here, come here. Just an illustration, okay? What's your name? Gabby, you said? Okay, Gabby, come over here. Your fear and worry. Do it, come on. There you go. <laughs> Scared me already. <laughs> now, there's a tax they're going to come against Karen. But she knows her authority in Christ Jesus. And that attack will try to come and steal, kill, and destroy in her life. But she's going to take her God. Come on, take the authority, baby. Jesus said no. <laughs> and he backs up. Now go back over in your corner. Okay. <laughs> now did you say that she did? you see that she said in Jesus' name? Stop in Jesus' name. What did she do? She took her authority and she told the devil, no. Everybody say no. no. Listen to me. It's okay to tell the devil no. Just open the door and say, get out. Just stop the attacks. Sometimes people, again, we don't want to hurt the devil's feelings. We don't want to get them upset. Brother Hagin was in a meeting and these ministers were talking and they were saying, you know what? It's flu season. Everybody's going to get the flu. And Brother Hagin said, I won't get the flu. None of my family will get the flu. And one minister leaned over and said, I wouldn't say that if I was you. The devil may hear you. He said, that's the very dude I want to hear me. I will not get the flu. And none of my family members will get the flu in Jesus' name. So she didn't just, you know, well, devil, will you leave, please? Devil, will you leave, please? Please, pretty please. In the name of that Paul preached Jesus. No. She took her God-given authority and called COVID to leave in Jesus' name. Jesus. Now, say right there. Say right there, COVID. <laughs> now, poverty is going to try to come. And she says, <laughs> see, he had to stop in Jesus' name. Now, now, now. Real scary worry and fear over here. <laughs> come here, come here, come here. Woo, she did it. Woo. <laughs> no, in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. No, 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 don't stop. Don't, don't move, don't move, don't move, don't move. Now, we have been given authority to rule and reign in life. Not let life reign on us, but we reign on life. Walking on the circumstances, walking on the servant. Amen. Because my big brother defeated the devil and gave me the victory. But I have authority over my life. But listen to me. My authority is not just for me. My authority is to help other people. And there are people around you that you know sitting beside you that are facing battles, that are facing circumstances. And how sometimes we can look at them and say, well, what did they do wrong? I mean, you know, sometimes it's just an attack of the devil. And you and I in the body of Christ are not called to jump ship. We're called to go into the battle and fight with them. Amen. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we shoot our wounded. Sometimes we just criticize. But I mean, we're called to be in there with them. So she's facing the battle and she's got her enemies coming against her and she's doing what she can do. But I'm going to stand with her. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I'm going to take my God given authority and I'm going to say in the name of Jesus, go in Jesus name. Now go sit down. Go sit down. <laughs> See, I told him nicely, but <laughs> now you can take, tell him to go. Go in Jesus name. Really? <laughs> Pretty please? Okay. 
<laughs> okay, okay, I know. Okay, you, you go ahead. Do better. Yeah, do better. Go. In Jesus. <laughs> Amen. You did good. You did good. You did. Give him my hand. Give him my hand. You have no sickness but healing to give people in Jesus' name. Amen. And you have no fear but peace and joy and excitement. Amen. And that smile will bring people healing in their life. Amen. And you have no poverty but prosperity and agreement and faith in Jesus' name. Amen. You can fight the attacks of the devil. And I'm going to tell you right now, where right now people are really hurting. And I'm, I'm about to close. People are really hurting in our nation and around the world. It's not just here, but it's around the world. And I don't believe it's God that people are isolated. There's an enemy, and one of his tactics is divide and conquer. And the church needs to rise up and be the church and not back down, but it's time to stand up and tell the darkness no in Jesus' name. You can't steal. You can't destroy. You will not steal my family with COVID or sickness and disease. You will not steal my family because of the financial economy being suffered because of everything being locked down. No, I speak prosperity over this nation and I speak prosperity over Guatemala. I mean, no, Jesus Christ is Lord and the blood of Jesus cleanses us, forgives us and gives us blessings and prosperity. I mean, no, we don't need to be backing down and backing up. We need to step up and take our God-given authority. Amen. Don't let the devil make you are scared of him. Make the devil tiptoe by your house. Amen. Amen. Now stand up to your feet and I got a few things I'm going to pray for you and I'll let you go to McDonald's. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Maybe you're here. Just, just close your eyes. Maybe you're here. Got a few things I'm going to do and then I'm going to turn over to your pastor. But maybe you're here. Maybe there is an attack of sickness and disease on your body. Sickness and disease is not the will and plan of God. Jesus went to the cross and he paid for those, that sickness. Stripes were put upon his back. And we are healed. We are the hold. And we come against any sickness and any disease. So right now, if you have sickness and disease in your body, don't be bashful. Don't be intimidated by it. We're going to pray and take our God-given authority. If you've got sickness and disease in your body, I'm going to ask you to come down just right where you're at. I want you to raise your hand right now. Just raise your hand. If you've got sickness and disease in your body, maybe you're facing something right now. In the name of Jesus, raise your hand right now. In the name of Jesus, I take authority and I say right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, that sickness and that disease has to go in Jesus' name. Now come up here. I want to pray hands on you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come here, Karen. Praise God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now stretch your hands out right now, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. We call that sickness and infirmity to leave that body. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, thank you, Father. Yeah. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. We take authority over that sickness. Say it cannot dwell in that body in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Here in Jesus' name. Oh, we thank you, Father God. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord G. Ma, ma, kista. No, no. Ma, 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 ma. Thank you, Lord G. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Ma, ma, kista. No, no. Ko, ma, stadini. Ma, 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 kista. No, no. Ko, stadini. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That sickness has to go in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sickness, go. In Jesus. Affirmity, leave that body. We say, go in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Ma, ma, kista. No, no. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ma, ma, kista. No, no. Ma, 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 ma. Oh, we thank you, Father. Glorify you, Father. Ma, stidini, kista. No, no. Oh, we thank you, Father. Ma, ma, stidini. Ma, na, la, la, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your Father. Glory to your Father. Ma, ma, kista. No, no. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Father. Ma ma stidini kista no no. Ma ma stodono. Ma na ma stodono. Yeah, ma ma stidini. Yeah, yeah. In the name of Jesus, we call hell in healing into this body. In the name of Jesus, we add our faith and our authority to hers. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We call healing and health into this body, into her bones, into her ligaments, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Glory to your Father God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. My, my keys to don't know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your Father. My, my keys to don't know. Oh, we thank you, Father God. Ma 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 kista dono mastidini kista dono thank you lord yeah 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 healing healing yeah 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 flow in the name of Jesus yeah gone in Jesus name gone in Jesus name thank you father mastidini kista dono yeah 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 we thank you father for your healing power right now in the mighty name of Jesus glory to your father hallelujah glory to your father god hallelujah glory to your father Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. If you're here and there's not, there's been a financial attack that's attached itself to your life. I want you to raise your hand right where you're at. See the hand back there? Anybody else? The hand right here? Anybody else? Now don't be bashful about it. I mean, you know, sometimes we want to conceal our, our attack and we want to, you know, hide it. I mean, you know, we need to stand up and expose it to the light and say in the name of Jesus, the attacks are going to come to us. But I mean, you know, they don't have to stay in our life. Amen. So if you're facing a financial attack, anybody else, anybody else? And everybody, everybody raise your hand right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come against any financial attack. We say go in Jesus name devil you have no authority we speak against you or attack and we say stop in Jesus name we thank you Father God yeah the enemy may come in one way but he's going to go seven ways in the mighty name of Jesus we cut him up and send him home packing in Jesus name we take authority over that lack and we call abundance in Jesus name hallelujah now close your eyes if you're here this morning and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, some 2,000 years ago, God sent his son to die upon the cross. Salvation is not by man's works. You can't do anything to earn salvation. The only thing you can do is accept it. 
receive the free gift, receive the work of Christ. Righteousness doesn't come by you being good. It doesn't come by joining a church. Righteousness comes by accepting the gift of righteousness through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is what I want you to do. Nobody looking around, everybody heads bow, close your eyes. And this is between you and God. You've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to raise your hand right now. I want you to raise your hand right now. Or you say, maybe I've been in a relationship with God, but I've kind of walked away and I've got kind of cold and lukewarm. But how many know today is a good day to come back to the Father's house? The Father is a loving God and He's there ready to run towards you. But you've got to take that step and say, Lord, here am I. Lord, here am I. If you're here and you'd like to receive Jesus or you'd like to come back, just raise your hand right now. Just raise your hand. Don't be bashful. Amen. Praise the Lord. Everybody say, I have authority. Come on, say, I have authority. Everybody say, turn to your neighbor and say, you have authority. Now, come here. You can say it. You've got a microphone she can use. My wife just wants to say hi and greet you before we leave. I told Harry I wasn't going to say anything this morning, but I can't come back to this church and not say thank you very, very much for all that you do for us and really all that this church has meant to me. And I was sitting there thinking about the people that have gone before us, people you don't know, I don't know, but they were here and they they built this church and they sacrificed to make this possible so this church could be here. And we are riding on their shoulders and we've been handed the baton and it's our turn to go. Amen. And we are living in the greatest hour there ever was. I'm telling you, the greatest hour. Don't be afraid. It may get dark in this world and it looks dark sometimes. I get to read and I think, wow, I never imagined this, this United States could be like this. But don't be afraid. Amen. You've been handed the baton. You're commissioned to go. Amen. You're riding on the shoulders of some of the greatest men and women of God who established this church. And they have imparted things into you. And we need to be thankful for the price they paid. And the th- I know I'm grateful. I'm sorry I'm rattling. But I'm so grateful for the things that were imparted into me in this church that I am taking now to Guatemala. That it was here. So I just want to say thank you, Pastor Donnie, for carrying on what's been put in this church. Thank you to every one of you who are carrying on. And we have a mission. Amen. We are going to see the book of Acts double. Amen. And I think about that. The people were, that were sick, just Peter's shadow was cast on them. They got healed. What about your shadow? Amen. You've got that same anointing in you that was in Peter. You've got the same anointing in you that was in Paul and in Jesus. It's the same anointing. Amen. So I commission you this morning, go. Amen. We have the greatest news for this Amen. world. Amen. Everybody say, I have. Come on. I have authority. Say, I resist the devil and he flees from me. Can I tell you one quick story real quick? I'm going to anyway. <laughs> There's a minister I know that was in a hotel room and he woke up in the middle of the night and he sensed an evil spirit in the room. 
And he looked and there was, you know, like blowing in the room. There was an evil spirit. And he said, devil, I come against you in Jesus. And he was doing what he's supposed to, taking his God-given authority. Then he fell back to sleep and woke up and there it still was. So all night he could take an authority. The next morning he woke up, the sun shining through the, the curtain. He saw it was his coat on the chair blowing in the air conditioner. <laughs> Listen to me, you've got authority, but know who the enemy is. Amen. The devil cannot steal in our life. Amen. We say we have authority. Amen. And we say, no, devil, you cannot come in. You won't have my children and you won't have my grandchildren. Amen. COVID will not come into my house. Amen. Poverty will not come into my house. Fear will not come into my house. Amen. Sickness can't come into my church. Amen. Poverty can't come into my church. We have authority as believers and we need to be praying for our government and say in the name of Jesus, godly leaders in office in Jesus name. And God can move those out that are not listening to him no matter what side they're on. Listen to me. I know I'm preaching on meddling right now, but I mean, you know, we need to take authority. I mean, you know, Brother Higgins here years ago when the, when the happened, when the White House with the Watergate, he said, I'm not going to blame the politician. The, the church is going to take responsibility because they weren't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Ouch. Everybody say, ouch. Everybody say, I have authority. I will use my authority for my family, for my life, for my church, for my country. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say amen. Thank you, Pastor Donnie. God bless you. God bless you. I'll give it back to you. Go buy coffee.